0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to yet another edition of the WAO Update. I'm your host, Agent Frost, along with my partners in crime, Madam B.
1: Yo, what's up?
0: And Big Daddy. Stupid. So today's card goes as advertised. We're going to talk about Clash of the Champions 2019, which happened at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina. And um, if you guys don't like spoilers... Don't tune then, into this.
2: Then deal with it. We've given you ample time. You've had three days.
0: Yes. We're
1: entering the spoiler zone.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with some breaking news coming at you, kicking it off the pre-show. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, like I said before, if you guys don't like spoilers, uh, skip to the main card. But if you guys don't mind spoilers, spoilers in five, four, three. Two, Two, one. one. Lesnar's back and he's challenging Kofi Kingston.
1: God motherfucking yeah.
2: <laughs> Is it said that right now the only thing I'm looking forward to card-wise that has been announced in my- Oh my god, Michael Cole, dye your fucking hair. <laughs> what the fuck? Squirrel! <laughs> like seriously! <laughs> I mean, okay, black. Oh shit. And then he turned it. and like, Silver!
0: He's half and half.
2: But he ain't no Oreo. There's nobody ain't gonna lick that shit.
0: Okay. Alright. Yes, Bork um, the pork laser's back to no pop, uh, facing Kofi, whatever. <coughs> we knew what was gonna happen. Not to mention that WWE has pulled... Well, we're gonna get to our main event mm-hmm. when it comes to that, but... Uh, shout-outs to our rumor mill from NoDQ.com and Cage Side Seats. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Big Cass got in trouble.
2: Again? Well, he had a mental... From Saturday. He had a mental breakdown again. Mm. And um, possibly, potentially, may have actually struck a
0: fan. And Joey Janela uh, spoke on behalf of Cass to prevent him from getting arrested.
1: Well, that's awful nice of him.
2: Well, I mean, the thing is, is, let's face it. As much as I love Big Cass as a wrestler... He needs to step away. Not for the the sake of the fans, but for the sake of his mental health. I agree. A lot of us deal with what he's going through. Some of us worse. Some of us not so bad. And when we get overwhelmed, what's the one thing that everybody tells us? Walk away. Take a break. Yep. We're not saying go find a safe space, because, ladies and gentlemen, uh, spoilers, there is no such thing as a safe space. Because the quiet places are the places you don't want to be. That's true. Because in the quiet comes the voices. And the voices, they're not so good.
0: No, it isn't. Um, I was about to say, you're probably... I was about to say, ladies and gentlemen, you're talking to two people that know. Um this, well, three? This is what Kevin, yes, what KM, Kevin Matthews said on Twitter. I'm all about second chances. Second cast is good to go. I will be the first one to happily book him on a future WrestlePro show. That's awesome. Enzo reached out. And that's Thanks scary. for all the love and support for the cast XL. My man is going to kick out. Because if he doesn't, I'll break up the pin. Loyalty is love. I learned a lot about our friendship this past year. No matter what he decides to do, his future endeavors, friendship over business. So for those of you guys who are thinking that Enzo is going to drop Cass as a friend, if he gets signed by WWE, you're wrong. Because let's face it,
2: friendship is thicker than Greenback. hmm And right now, they're
0: not all about the money. Exactly. Oh, so Cass says, I'm sorry, I'm going to keep fighting. Promise me to do the same role in this together, so... Hopefully he he does well. You know what I mean? So, apparently, a WWE legend is interested in managing the Street Profits, i.e. Booker T.
1: Nice! I
0: still think it needs to be somebody
2: that can match their uh, hype intensity. It has to be a lady. And there's not really very many. That's true. Mm Mm-hmm. I think one that possibly could, mm-hmm. if she wanted to give up her spot in NXT. Uh, I know who you're going with. Who do you think? Bianca Belair. No. Oh. Keep Bianca out of that. Okay. No offense to their marriage, but that's the point. You don't want to. Who do you think? Who
0: do you think? Who do you think?
2: The baddest bitch. Baddest bitch in NXT. Who, who?
0: We just faced Shana. Mia, yeah. Mia. oh wow, that's not. Happening. Like I said, it's left field. Uh, um, Booker Let's... T said he would like to take them to the next up to the next level and add more street to them. So add more street to their profits. Yeah, if uh, he would like, to be, <laughs> if not manager, maybe a mentor and advisor. So okay, he, I could see that. So he can. So he can. Because uh, his segment on Raw when he dressed up as King Booker Yes. Yeah. Um, well, this is meant to be a message for the prophets to stop jiving mm-hmm. and claim the tag division. Jiving means fooling around for you uncultured swines or people who just weren't born in the nineteen seventies. Chive
1: turkey. Anyway.
0: Exactly. It's like what do I like in my potatoes? Some chive turkey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a little
0: bit of garlic. So uh, yes, Corbin. Uh, Baron Von Baron is now uh, King Von King.
1: King Von Baron.
0: King Von Baron, yes.
1: Now, are we going to talk about Lord the... Baron, come in. <laughs> Are we going to talk about the little Raw oopsie that occurred? That's next. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, segue. Um, for those who were watching Raw Live this past week, some stranger things were happening.
2: I guess they decided to go into the Upside Down.
1: Yeah, because that's what happened. The monkeys in the truck. I guess we're asleep at the wheel, and we decided to put the show graphics up upside down. I
0: think the production crew got scared of the uh, Firefly Funhouse promos, that they just
1: decided to keep it going. Yeah. Uh, I I guess I'm not sure, but that was that was the strangest thing. And of course, it's gonna be really funny if it like a little bit. Uh, WWE comes out saying, yeah, we did that on purpose, apparently, Bray has some Firefly magic or something. I'm like, mm. No, I hope they
2: do what they're supposed to and be like, yo, so, uh, and then
1: maybe bring in the kids from Stranger Things. Yep, that would have been kind of nifty.
0: So for those of you guys who watch TV, um, Ric Flair was in a Tide commercial.
1: He was.
0: Yes. It was uh um, it was on NFL night on Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, it hosted a lot of celebrities, including one Keenan Thompson and Ric Flair. Ooh. Yes, yeah, so, uh, you know, Ric Flair getting that green back, as we say.
2: Oh, well, because he needs it. He's got to pay his lawyers if he's going to try to sue the WWE. That's right.
0: true. So, uh, we're going to cap this off. With the grand, with the finale of um, the pre-show, Impact Wrestling executives discuss the company's future. This is on a uh, Chris Jericho's podcast. Don Callis and Scott Demore discuss the future of Impact Wrestling. Mm. Yes, I'm just gonna quote them right quick. Uh, Don Callis. Other people, like Dave Meltzer said, it's, uh, it's the best-booked, best-written show on TV. And I think I say to you, it's like, you know, we've kind of been the Rolling Stones playing in someone's garage. The music is great, but not enough people are hearing it. So I think now we've got a problem. We've got a platform where excitement. We've created the last number of months and storylines with a great roster. We've got some of the changes and signings. Now more people are going to get to see it and decide what they like and what they're going to love. Like c- can decide what they like and what we think they're going to love.
1: Yeah, so. which is awesome. Uh mm-hmm.
0: And Scott, the more added, I think it's uh, de- I think definitely wrestling fans know Access TV is destination for wrestling programming. It's a brand name. It's a Mark Cuban product, and it's something that certainly brings prestige back.
1: I would be a-okay with that.
2: And let's face it, that's what they need right now, is somebody who has more marketing knowledge than those two. Like No offense to Scott, Scott's a great guy, but he doesn't understand marketing like Mark Cuban does. Yes. Let's face it, as much as we hate to love the guy, we... Uh, we need to give him what props are due. Mm-hmm. The man's a self-made multi-billionaire. Yes, he is. For a reason. Not because he owns the freaking Dallas Mavericks.
0: Mm-mm. How do you think he bought the Dallas Mavericks? So, my thing
2: is is I like the way they're going. I like that they brought back some former athlete or some former wrestlers from, the, from Impact. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that and this is saying because Cape City is located somewhere near Orlando,
0: in the heart. just say Central Florida. We're in
2: Central Florida, and let's face it, we all kind, of, we all would love to have the Iz back. We'd love to have the Impact Zone back. Yeah, it's even if awful, it's for one set of taping. Because it's diehards, you know.
1: Yeah, that that was our that was our church. Yeah.
2: Even if we have to pay five dollars a ticket, I'll pay it. We'll fucking pay it. Well,
1: i gladly I'd, pay. I'd gladly pay to go see him again because I, you know, like we said, that was our that was our big meeting spot. That was the genesis, no pun intended, regarding old TNA pay per views. But that was the genesis of Russell Linesworth. I thing. agree,
0: and and I would I wouldn't mind having to come in for one set of tapings. I don't, I don't want them here all the time because they need to spread out. But here's my thing for you. Do you think we miss them so much because of nostalgia? Or do you think we miss them so much because the current indie scene around Central Florida is a bit hit and miss?
2: Yes.
1: Mm. Yes to both.
0: To both.
2: Nostalgia, yes, because we miss we miss hanging out with our crew. Yes, let's face it. We miss, I miss our crew. But at the same time, no offense to some of the indie promotions around here, but they've kind of gotten a little stale. Yeah. So, what I would love to see is the Impact come back. Maybe possibly do a collab with one of the indie groups. Right. Maybe USA Pro. Maybe ARW. Maybe WXW. MLW. Uh, they, they, MLW have to come back down here. Yeah. MLW hasn't been down. They're doing Chicago mainly now. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, actually, I think MLW is supposed to be coming down. Um, to Miami. Oh,
0: I thought they were coming here. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh. We're going to do our shout-outs. So, shout-out time. Special shout-outs to Christian Miracle for his Sinfinity War SummerSlam 2019 Sin video. Mm-hmm. Uh Watch that. Um, he has a compilation with um, all of the... Uh, YouTube wrestling faithful mm-hmm. like cultaholic, Brian Zane Wrestlelamia, which I marked out for. Yep. So definitely it's nice
2: su- to see the big podcasters and YouTubers getting together at these events. Yes.
0: And uh, yeah, definitely support your local wrestlers. Um, Brian Zane, there. Aaron Rift, and uh, Jeff Meacham, who made his return to the No DQ channel. Uh, shout-outs also to Alex Apollo Jr. or Alex Misery, half-half. Yeah. Shout-outs to The Rapture. Shout-outs to... Um, Speaking of The Rapture. Red Legion. Shout-outs to Heel Team 6.
2: Congratulations on The Rapture on retaining their WXW World Tag Team Championships at the 25th anniversary. Woo-hoo.
0: And shout-outs to Lindsay Snow for performing so well at Bloodsport. Yes. And winning. Everybody. Bloodsport.
1: And basically.
0: She's been the talk of the show.
1: Every, everyone. Uh, what was the one tweet you quoted? Why has she not been signed yet?
2: Mm-hmm. I have a feeling. She's not. Let's face it. She's not. I don't think she's ready for, for WWE at all.
0: Not yet.
1: Not yet.
2: But I could see her possibly going. Possibly doing a working stint with AEW
0: i I see you more in AEW than WWE.
2: True. I'm just saying, for right now. I, I'm
0: just giving my own opinion.
2: See, I could see her, like, honestly, I could see her. If there's anybody in NXT I could see her working with, mm-hmm. as far as opponents, mm-hmm. for me, it would be one of the horse women.
0: Maybe. Uh, if she. If J- she not Jani, um Okay.
1: Just, Jessima?
0: Jessima. Oh, I was about to say, uh, I was going to say her against Bailey. And who? Her against Bailey. Ooh, no, 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 I'm thinking, I'm thinking the no, okay. quote for Okay, I was about to say. I'm hurt. But, um... Uh, hmm. What? But, um... Oh, yeah. I, I forgot. I, I was lost in translation. Lost in transmission. Sorry. Coming back. Um, arrived via Prius. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh Santino beat Simon Grimm at Plusport. And cool. Simon Grimm has a huge knot on his cheek. That must have won hell of a fight. Yeah.
2: Hey, Mom.
0: So that's something, isn't it? Well then again, I mean Santino runs his own mm-hmm. his own jujitsu school. Yes he does. Oh,
2: so that's awesome. I mean that's props to him. Simon Grime, I never knew that he could fight like that.
0: Yes, and we all learned something today.
2: Exactly. So I'm perfectly okay with that.
0: All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we have for the pre-show and breaking news. So uh, we'll be right back with the main card. Stay tuned. Main card time.
2: Hallelujah.
1: IT'S THE MAIN CARD! IT'S THE MAIN CARD! IT'S THE MAIN CARD! IT'S THE MAIN
0: CARD! Bravo.
1: Thank you.
0: Stupid. Clash of Champions... Stupid. ...2019 presented by Skeeters.
1: Stupid. (sighs) Skeeters?
0: Yes. Ironically, Shinsuke wrestled. Oh, wow. Uh, September 15, 2019, at the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City, home of the Hornets. University Woo! what? Who spent a, most of their cap space on a bench player for the Boston Celtics who has not shot over 40%, Terry Rozier. Good job, Michael Jordan. I'm just joking. Uh, I was just
1: going to say, are you turning this into an NBA podcast? Did I
2: walk into the wrong room? Yeah, you walked into the wrong podcast.
0: Wong, okay. <laughs> Doctor Wong. Okay. I am Wong. Now, uh, what do you guys think? What did you guys think of this show? Meh. <laughs> We're gonna get to that, but uh, <laughs> we gotta talk about the uh, the pre show. Okay. So you had a triple threat match for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. The champion. The Drew of Goose, Drew Gulak, Goo, Drew mm-hmm. taking on Humberto Carillo and Lince Dorado.
1: Wow! You sounded almost like Carlos Cabrera there for a second. I like it.
0: Lince Dorudo. So, uh, this match, uh, Carillo did pretty well, mm-hmm. even though that uh, tandem spot that he did when um, Gulak put Dorado on his shoulders I think and um Carillo was gonna was gonna go for like a flip over neck breaker. Mm-hmm. But they landed wrong. Oh
1: was it a car was it a big car wreck?
0: Not really. It it, it did look sloppy though.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Um Carillo did the Aztec press on Dorado mm-hmm. but it wasn't really clean. Yeah. But Gulak tossed Carillo out from behind and a roll up attempt on Lindsay. For the one, two, three. Of so, course. Gulak is still the champ. So this match, eh, I mean, I give it a two out of five. It wasn't a, what? Well, it it wasn't something to uh, to. It wasn't much. Let's put it that way. It wasn't much, guys. You were missing a lot, and the crowd really didn't care mm-hmm. about anyone except the champion. Of
1: course. Cause uh, no. Kulak's from
0: Philly. Never mind. I thought
2: for a minute it was from Charlotte. Big. I won. I'm playing the Russian judge today. <whistles>
1: I'm going
0: to go ahead and give it one half. Okay. CBS Sports, shoutouts, uh, gave it a C+. What is wrong with you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> now, the next pre-show match, which I'm shot. This was on the pre-show. It just tires, mm-hmm. takes on wop and a coconut squash. It was actually a decent match. It was a coconut squash.
1: What is a coconut squash?
0: Coconut squash is something that tastes so delicious, but it's uh, very, it just, the texture's bad.
1: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> <sighs> it, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Mishinoku driver to start, uh, get a close two count. Mm-hmm. Setiwap's kicking off strong. AJ does style clash onto the floor outside, and that's where everything went south. Setiwop had two like two offensive moves in, I think, and AJ just beat the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. You know, i form, style clash, one, two, three. Uh, also a two-star. It was very disappointing because I wanted to see Setiwap get some, get a bit more um, offense on there, mm-hmm. because they have been okay. The thing with C- Cedric Alexander is it's just been weird, right? Yeah. He was a luchador that got beat, uh-huh. and did a reveal after he got beat to Roman. Yep. Too good a foot. Is it to say? Hello, I'm the loser. Like, mm-hmm. seriously? This <laughs> makes him more of a geek. I, I know. I mean, I understand the person got beat in his hometown, but he got destroyed. Yeah. Not to mention the post-match assault by the OC just... And they're just stomping on him. I mean... Burial. Yeah, just burying the hometown favorites, uh, which I will get to later on. Okay. But, yeah, this was disappointing. I could I mean, I understand, if you want an AJ to win, fine, but have it be a bit more competitive is all I'm trying to
1: say. I, I agree with you. I think we're uh, we're of the school of thought that if you're going to have a squash match, for the love of all that is holy, make it make sense. I, I think that's the whole thing. It's like, it's, it's one thing to have a squash match, it's like if it's like a big guy... Versus a little guy like Dave and Goliath style leading up to a big blow off. Mm-hmm. But don't just have a squash match because reasons. Yes. If your answer to any question is because reasons, don't do it! Stop!
0: So let it, so, uh, so I'll say not let a grade. Star grade! Yes. One more thing. Uh, two. Okay. Uh, CBS Sports gave it a B. I'm really... Not, uh,
1: uh, CBS Sports. CBS
0: Sports did give it a B, I think. I think
1: they're being way too generous.
0: Yeah, I think they are too. You know, I mean, it's fine. They're a personal preference. Mm-hmm. Now, let's get to the actual card. Yes. There are nine matches on this card. How many? Nine. How many? Nine. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Do it a little louder. I don't think they heard you. Nine!
0: So uh, shout out to Brian Zane on this one. Uh, team Ru- <laughs> Team Rudolph faced off against Strollins for the Tag Team Championships. The Raw Tag Team it. Championships. I think we all called this. Yeah. Uh, team Rudolph won. Uh, Malfunction at the Junction as Seth Rollins bumped into Strowman and uh, Rude pinned him with the glorious DDT. Which we I
1: which is
0: what I called. I called it. I called
1: it. I called it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It made me
0: happy. I mean, the match was okay. I gave it a two and a half. It was solid for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the re- the right re- the results was the right one. Right. And Storman walked off as... An- well, Braun walked off angrily. Mm. I'm
1: going to give it a like three. Like the ogre that he
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it a three because I fucking
1: called it. Big man.
0: Translation, she gave it a three because... Reasons. reasons. <laughs> What he give it, he gives it a two.
1: Like I said I'm playing the Russian
0: judge. He did not like the show, ladies and gentlemen. No, no, I actually actually I hated the show. We'll get to that. Um, We're coming to that. CBS Sports gives it a B minus. Forbes gave it a C. 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 Is
1: for cookie. Move on. <laughs>
0: okay, so on to another disappointing match. <laughs> Bailey taking on the challenger Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. The only reason to cheer Charlotte is because it's her hometown.
1: Of course.
0: This match is going pretty good. Mm-hmm. The beginning was actually pretty good. I like Bailey's subtlety on her tights. The role model with the globe that was awesome. Um, Charlotte came out like a like a mad woman just. Tossing Bailey into the barricade and um what was it the finish of the match mm-hmm. right Bailey's down onto the corner mm-hmm. and um Charlotte charges mm-hmm. Bailey grabs Charlotte's head ramps her into the bottom turnbuckle which is exposed Ooh. Bailey unhooked the turnbuckle making it exposed Ooh. one two three Bailey hauls ass
1: nice heel finish
0: it was a he- great heel finish um th- yeah it was a great heel finish but this match gets a one and a half for me it was a great heel finish uh to get that slow burn to Bailey's heel turn mm-hmm. but the match was under four minutes Ooh. which for a women's te- well for a women's championship match does not sit well with me brother no,
2: no, and another thing that we forgot
0: to talk about. Mm. Um, this shows you
2: how bad this show really sucked. Mm. The beginning, the opening, the opening intro for Clash of Champions. Did you happen to notice one John Moxley in it?
1: No, I didn't see it. Yes, I,
2: yes, John Moxley was in it. Yeah, they fucked up and showed John Moxley. And here's the problem with that he's no longer. An employee of the World Wrestling Entertainment Company.
0: Tony Khan has a reason to sue.
2: Yeah. Means he can actually well, not not necessarily sue, but he can go after them for mm-hmm. money owed. Yeah.
1: Yep. That's my character. You can say, hey
2: Monetization. <laughs> <laughs> and if they try, well, you had this like no, I had this for the video games, hence why I'm not in twenty Mm-hmm. Or two K he's not in two K nineteen and he won't be he, obviously he's not in twenty twenty.
0: Or 2K20. Okay, I was about to say.
2: Um, <coughs> so that's the way I look at it. He's in everything up to 2K... up to
0: everything. He's in everything up to 2K18. Yes. Uh, so, I think he's also in 2K19. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, not to mention, uh, in the United States Championship match, uh, the ref held the title upside down. Oh my God. What <laughs> yeah. Foreshadowing nice <laughs> yeah. to Monday Night Raw, isn't it? Uh, maybe secretly working for The Fiend. Who knows? Dum, okay. dum, dum, dum. CBS Sports gave this match a B- and Forbes gave it a C+. I'm okay with the C+. I'm
2: going to be weird and say that it
0: was a 3. I actually liked that match. Okay. It was
2: a well-thought-out heel work, unlike one Sasha Banks and unlike one I-don't-know-what-the-fuck-I-am-from-week-to-week-Charlotte
1: Flair. Charlotte Flair, the poster new poster woman for bipolar disorder.
0: Yeah, the after a big show just ran into the ground. <laughs> uh, so, um, what were you giving?
1: I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna concur with Big Man here. I'm gonna give it a three. Solid heel work by Bailey, um, with the exposed turnbuckle and the quick finish in haul and hauling ass, um, as one would expect. Yeah. As um, but to hear it was less than four minutes. Come on, and and it's second up in the show.
0: Not to mention, you know, just making Charlotte look weak. Yeah, I'm just. Um, no. Is this a so? This is what I was talking about. Seti mm-hmm. Wap gets destroyed. Yep. And what a great way to what a great way to push Seti Wap by having him lose in big matches. Yeah. Right. Uh, Charlotte Flair gets beat. Mm -hmm. At the time when you needed to care about her. Right. You couldn't have the match go longer. Is this shots to Ric Flair? Probably.
1: Probably. Most likely, yes. Punishing punishing the daughter because of the... (laughs) Punishing (laughs) the hometown
0: favorites? Like, seriously. Get over yourself, guys. Um, Uh, Anyway. Up next. Speaking of hometown favorites. uh, The Revival. Mm Mm-hmm. That uh Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder taking on The New Day representatives Big E and Xavier Woods a la knee mm-hmm. uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. This was a pretty solid tag team match. I'll give it that. Both these guys could work. They made everything look legit. Nice. Like Xavier okay Seth Rollins take notes up until the final move where Xavier did a suplex. Oh, no. Xavier actually sold the knee pretty well up until that point. (laughs) You know? And uh, he took the fall.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, They did a shadow shadow machine to Big E outside, Mm -hmm. which was painful. Um, Shadow machine, a double-team move. I think it was shadow machine, but double-team move uh, to Xavier. Mm -hmm. And um, Dawson put in the, like, an inverted figure four Mm-hmm. On Xavier Woods, to add insult to injury, mm-hmm. Xavier Woods taps out. Revival are your new uh, tag team champions, making them the first team to hold the NXT, Raw, and SmackDown tag team championships. Nice. I give this match a three and a half. I liked it.
1: You liked it. Yeah. Big man gives it a three. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna say four. Ooh. I'm gonna say four star, with the minor flub of Xavier Woods forgetting to sell the knee during the suplex. You know, and in my opinion, I love the new day, mm-hmm. but the right team won. Yes. So congratulations to the top guys. Yeah. Gave them some legitimacy.
0: F T R K O. <laughs> uh, CBS Sports gives it a C+, plus, and Forbes gave it an A, so they agree with you. Oh, wow. All right. Now on to a uh, pretty lackluster match, but solid end. nonetheless. Um, team Blissful Cross, Blissful Badgers, mm-hmm. taking on Fire and Desire. Mm-hmm. So, Champions Lex Bliss, Nikki Cross, taking on De Rose, Sonny DeVille, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Uh, solid match. Alexa Bliss came out rocking her suit, um, Harley Quinn gear, mm-hmm. probably teasing for the Suicide Squad movie coming out in 2021, which Cena got a role in. So congratulations, John Cena. Yep. Uh, Alexa Bliss took a, a really hard bump in this match. I was pretty shocked.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And not to mention the fact that, uh, you know, Nikki Cross is pretty much the workhorse Throughout this entire match, she looked really good and uh, got the victory as she did a, um, she, propped, she propped Mandy Rose on the uh, the rope, on the okay. top rope, and did a rolling net breaker for the win. Woo. Yes. And Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss retain their championships. I give this match
2: a three i give this one a three and a half because it was actually a well thought out match. It was. And it it showed Nikki Cross a lot.
0: It did, and it showed how well of a heel Mandy Rose could be. And it also showed how dangerous Sonya Deville can be. It showcased everybody, with the exception of Alexa Bliss, who did not too much, but just enough.
1: I'm going to go ahead and give it a three and a half. Uh, Just simply because... Like you said, it showcased it. This to me just feels like Sonia, uh, not Sonya, Nikki Cross's coming out part. Okay. Well, Because rarely did we ever see her actually go and go strong against um, two formidable opponents like Mandy Rose and Sonia DeVille. The match was well thought out. I'm and I'm happy with the result and um uh, are we gonna get to Yes we are okay. Uh,
0: so during this match uh it was teased backstage when um uh, R Truth was home in the boom mic. And uh <laughs> Alexa Bliss ratted him out. Yep. Our truth is on the set. Ah and, and the League of Jobbers shout out to Brian Zay and just march on through. Yep. You know. And um, they marched on through the middle of the match, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. As uh, R-Truth almost lost his 24-7 championship to Alexa Bliss.
1: Yep. Which
0: yep. should have happened. So Forbes gives a C-minus. CBS Sports gave us a C. Okay. Now for uh, a solid match. But kind of sad that the wrong person won. So, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, (laughs) Mm -hmm. with Sami Zayn, via neck brace, takes on The Miz. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn uh, was hilarious uh, when he came out trying to dance with the neck brace. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shin comes out doing his, um, I don't know what the heck I'm wearing, gear. Yeah. With the Elvis Presley jumpsuit and red cape. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes finally we found an outfit more ridiculous than the Miz congratulations you get the what the fuck award
1: I was just going to say <laughs> I am sorry I I was raised by an Elvis loving half Italian stepmother there is no way that is going to fly uh, no I'm
0: surprised it didn't fly with that cape It was so long.
1: Oh, my God. To mock the memory of Elvis Presley. I'm going to just say it probably wasn't Elvis Presley. He was probably going for, like, a Japanese evil Knievel.
0: Yeah. I'm going to go with that. I think this was um, one of the rare times that The Miz actually got cheered on by the crowd. (laughs) Like, in terms of them caring. Like, there was actually Miz chance. Um... You know, a couple of stiff. You know, it was a, it was pretty good. It showed, um, it showed off Shin skills. Shows that he can still wrestle. If you guys haven't seen him on SmackDown, which you haven't, um, it also showcased the Miz. Um, both of these guys put on a show for the crowd. It, it was. Um, you could tell the Miz played it safe though, especially mm-hmm. with the running knees. they were kind, of, they were a bit protected, but you know, Miz is a safe worker. Right. Um, Finish of the match, uh Sammy Zayn distracts the Miz. Stupid baby face. The Miz goes after Sammy. And Shinsuke hits him with the knee to the back of the back of the head.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Kinshasa, one two three. So Miz did not tie the record. Mm-hmm. Nakamura retains. But all in all, I give this match three point five. It was the second best match of the night for me. God damn! <clears throat> Sorry, breaking news.
2: WWE just fined Becky Lynch ten thousand dollars for striking the referee at the pay per view.
0: Yeah.
1: We're gonna get to that.
0: We're gonna get to that. There's more. There's more to come with that debacle. But what would you give this, guys?
1: I'll give it a three.
2: I give it a three and a half for the wardrobe.
1: I give it a 3 for solid work by both men and the fact that Miz is slowly starting to get over.
0: Yeah.
1: And he had a less of an outfit than Shinsuke less ridiculous outfit than Shinsuke more. Anyway, continue.
0: Okay. Uh, sad debacle. Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Raw Women's Championship on the lane. Uh This was the second longest match of the night. Mm-hmm. Uh mm-hmm. And uh oh my gosh, Baron Corbin. He's wearing uh, a suit. Uh, so,
2: he's not coming out in his cape, his crown and his scepter. What the fuck? That uh,
1: today's his coronation. All mm-hmm. right. Sorry. Focus.
0: Yep, he went from TGI Fridays to Secretary. Uh, <laughs> now, this match was pretty good. This match was going really well, in fact, mm-hmm. until the referee knocked down the crucial point of match cliche with the chair. You know, Sasha, mm-hmm. chicken heel, um, trying to use utilize the chair. Becky Lynch does it. Yep. Right. So Becky Lynch gets disqualified. They triple H it. They go all throughout the arena. Sasha Banks got mustard on the back, on her on her back, and they come back, and Becky Lynch is beating the crap out of her. She utilizes the chair, mm-hmm. puts traps her arm in between the chair and does the disarmer, and the referees have to break it up. Wow! And uh, once they break it up, Becky Lynch, I give me my title, walks to the ramp. Raise the title and walks out. Uh, Sasha Banks wins via DQ, Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. But Becky Lynch retains the belt. The DQ did not need to happen. No. There should have been a winner in this match. I give it a three. It would have gotten a four if there was a decisive winner. Because this was a really good match. It showcased both women rights until the DQ, where Sasha Banks was playing cat and mouse.
1: I'm going to... I'm going to give it a 2.5. I'm going to be harsher. And the reason why is... Reasons why is, yes, it showed them off, but... Now we have the question. Who is the fucking heel?
0: Well, I think that's the thing. They wanted to keep this shoot going. Hence the DQ.
1: But it's but again, who's the heel? Is Becky supposed to be the heel? Is Sasha supposed to be the who's supposed to be the clear I guess it's because I'm confused as to who is actually supposed to be
0: Well in this storyline it's Sasha Banks. Okay. Yeah.
1: But but to me it's like they both did like heelish things. So that's why I hence my confusion and I know a lot of people say, well, that's not real life. It doesn't need to be so black and white. That's true, but that's also real life.
0: Yeah, and that's how you scare away your casual fans because they don't know who to cheer for.
1: Yeah, it, you get someone, you know, or even someone like me who's like, maybe knows a little bit about how the sausage is made, but still it's like, okay, I'm confused here. Who's the heel again? Right. And I'm, I'm confused. Who am I booing? <laughs> what do I do? I need an adult, you know. It's like, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's kind of where I'm at. But
0: I think this is one of the rare times you were like harsher than all of us. I think. Excuse me. So, what do you think, Big?
1: Two and a half. Two and a half, two? Why? Why do you say?
2: Because there was no decisive winner. No. You, de- know, you know me. I hate DQs. Yes,
0: yeah, true. No
1: decisive winner, post match assault, and who's the heel?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Confusion all around.
0: Yeah. Uh, CBS... Uh, Forbes gives it a B B+. Mm-hmm. CBS Sports gives it a B plus. I mean, like I said, match was good until the DQ. Yep. Dairy Queen. So... I'm a wizard now. Welcome to the death match. <laughs> 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 and I mean, it literally killed the crowd. mm mm-hmm. uh, Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Taking on... Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship. The longest match of the night. This was a typical Randy Orton match. He phoned it in. But yep. Kofi uh, uh, really put on a shift. Like He performed well like a true main eventer should. Mm-hmm. So that's why I gave this match a three and a half. Hmm. If Randy Orton stepped it up, this probably would have been the match of the night for me. But it's not the match of the night for me. Okay. So. I would yeah I would give this match three and a half. Um, definitely, it it uh, we, de- we got we got decisive winner. Mhm. Kofi hit the trouble in paradise. Mm-hmm. For the one two three, mm-hmm. uh, and there was an RKO out of nowhere spot. There was a trust fall. Mhm. Running trust fall, yeah to the floor spot. Randy kept slamming Kofi did not break the table <laughs> like Oh, so. but yeah it's it's
2: he broke the fucking chair yeah
0: but um better but, than Kofi can, Kofi could break
2: the
1: table
0: but uh what did you guys and think? there goes to the sit there and hit a
1: alright
0: too many square moments what do you guys uh think of the match
2: oh solid three star. it was a good match
0: okay do you, do you think do you think the right person won?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. I'm inclined to agree. Uh, three star. And I am in agreement with you, Frosty, when if Randy would have stepped it up. But let's face it, the Viper's getting older. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not chalking this up to laziness at all. But I just simply think that
0: the man has nothing else to prove. The
1: man has nothing else to prove. He doesn't have to do really much of anything. He's he's literally coasting. He's going into the twilight of his career. So, it would make sense for him to have the to. Um, it would make sense for him to let the new person shine and shine well. Yeah. So. Definitely
0: a decisive winner, so that's a plus. So, other than that, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Forbes gives this match an A-. And CBS Sports gave it a C-. minus. So Ooh. CBS are the Russian judges.
2: <laughs> we had a King Booker
0: segment with the Street Profits, which I thought was pretty cool. Now let's get to the I'm not going to say match of the night so I'm just going to say the brawl of the night because mm-hmm. I give this a four star even though um, I, I give it a four star for now mm-hmm. I think it, my, my opinion is going to change as the storyline goes on okay you have oh this is going to be very tough so I'm just going to say Reigns to the Roman Eric Rowan Mm-hmm. With his terrible music. Um, facing Roman Reigns in a no DQ match. Ooh. This was a great hoss fight. Um, Eric Rowan really giving it to uh, Roman Reigns. And Rowan just grunting all over the place. <laughs> As I've noticed. But yeah, um, they really put over Rowan Strong. Reigns the Valiant Babyface. I like the camera spot, as a uh, Big mentioned off the cuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, they, they really built him into a uh, incredible heel.
2: This is better than what they have been in
0: the past. Yes, so mm-hmm. just from the development of, this, of, of uh, Rowan being a, a, a dominant heel, maybe boost us even higher from a 3.5 to a 4 uh, we get to the finish Rowan not Rowan Roman Reigns I told you it's was going to be difficult Roman Reigns goes for a Superman punch out comes Luke with the big boot yep Luke Harper yes Luke Harper is here mm-hmm. uh, as as Rowan's lackey, I think? Or is it a return of the Bludgeon Brothers? If Because if it is a return of the Bludgeon Brothers, that will ruin the entire storyline. But hopefully it's not, and it's just, you know, his associate. Hmm. But, yeah. Uh, double team on Roman Reigns. The right guy won. I was about to say, if you're going to have this guy... Take it to Roman Reigns. In the first match, the heels should always win. Yep. And they did it right. Therefore, I gave this a four star, because it made sense.
1: Ooh. And
0: I, yes.
1: I want to give it a 4.5. Okay. For all of those reasons. It made sense. The camera spot was creative. You got an unexpected surprise of Luke Harper. Nobody saw that coming. The face got his butt kicked, and the heel won. So it all works. Yeah, it all works. I'm, I'm happy.
0: So Forbes and Big D gives it a four. Forbes gives us an A, so it agrees with us. Mm-hmm. And CBS Sports does not agree. It gives it a C plus. Eh, whatever. Mm. To each his own, as they say. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now we get to the main event of the Cardi. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seth Rollins takes on Braun Strowman Mm -hmm. for the Universal Championship. So, I give this match a three. Okay. Um, It was a pretty standard match Kind of like we've already seen this with um, Brock Lesnar.
1: So basically, insert other big guy here.
0: Yes. Pretty much the same that we saw at WrestleMania SummerSlam. Just shortened. Okay. Um, curve Stomp. Kick out at one. Yep. Curve Stomp. Kick out at two. Mm-hmm. So he's getting closer. I like this. Another Curve Stomp. Another a pedigree and another stomp. For the weed. Ooh. Seth Rollins retains. Uh, I did like the spot where uh, Rollins was trying to uh, jump on Strowman, and Strowman caught Rollins like a newborn baby, and the, <laughs> and the crowd <laughs> laughed.
1: Caught Rollins on the treetop. Just,
0: yeah, Bron, yeah it, was, it was awesome. You know, He's trying to get at Braun's knees, trying to chop down the big redwood, and every time Strowman catches a breath, he gets the advantage. So, it was a good mechanical match, you know. It's it's kinda hard to mess this up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Rollins had to give it all he had to beat Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Which is good for me. Yeah. It just sucks the fact that Strowman is a champion. But in but in the future, I'm glad he's not. Yeah. Because right as Rollins celebrates and Oh, not to mention, the crowd turned on Rollins good match mm-hmm. Uh Uh, right as the crowd is about to celebrate and we're about to sign off, mm-hmm. lights go out. <gasps> the field <gasps> appears and attacks Rollins with Sister Abigail. And... Mandible claw to Rollins. A lot of grunting. And Bray Wyatt cackling as... We go off the air. Wow. So, good segment to end the show. But the match gives a three-star. Now, go ahead, madam.
1: I'm just saying, once again... I called it. Yep. I called it. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just uh, She killed us
0: in the ratings, big dude.
1: <laughs> Predictions, I Pred- killed it. Um, so...
0: No, you didn't. I was about to say, do do I need to replay last podcast? But go go ahead, man.
1: Okay, so um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a three and a half star. Mm-hmm. Because I was right. Um,
0: because reasons. No,
1: because I was right, not uh. because reasons. Because I was right.
0: That's a reason. That's
1: right. <laughs> But it's not a bullshit reason.
0: Okay, well, be, let's, we had to legitimize this.
1: Okay, well, as for, as we said before, standard big guy versus small guy match wasn't a complete squash. Uh-huh. Um, surprised by the Fiend, and I'm gonna take part of it away from a post, for a post-match assault, but other than that, all is good.
0: Right. Uh, what'd you give it, Big? three and a quarter. Okay.
2: And something looks different about him. Something looks different about
0: Otis. Yeah, he's not wearing... You know. He's not wearing a seatbelt. Yeah, spoiler... No, I was about to say spoiler alert for guys who are, aren't watching SmackDown well, it's, like it's we not are. It's just
2: that. Something about his face
0: looks different. Um, Otis is not wearing straps.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There for a second I thought his teammate turned
2: on and like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, but it's just Bo Dallas. So... What did you think of uh, The Fiend's appearance in setting up that Hell in a Cell match?
2: Smart. mean, me and you called it. Yeah. Maybe he was going to make his return to Hell in a Cell and he's going to go after one of the champs.
0: That's true. So, um, overall, this show, if you're going by letter grades, because we rate the show by letters overall, I gave it a C C+. This was a pretty standard pay-per-view. Not a lot of surprises. The crowd died. uh, What was it? Um, What was it? Uh, Two-thirds of the way through. And um, the excitement was kind of gone. Although the matches were pretty solid with the exception of like two. And there were the squash matches. Forbes gave this match a B. And CBS Sports gave this match a B. So, yeah, three stars for this match. And um, that will do it for our class of the champions predictions. So, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. Our main event is coming up right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the. What is it? Me, 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 main event of the evening. Thank you. Main event of the evening. So, as I mentioned, I apologize for my botch. We finished our Clash of the Champions review, not predictions. Yes. So, <laughs> oh, call Matthew. Um, I mentioned earlier in the pre-show yes. about people, about um, there to be trolling mm-hmm. these dirt sheets. They did it with Sasha Banks, they did it with Luke Harper. Yeah. This goes to show you, are are we getting trolled right now with all these reviews and rumors? Is it WWE's plan all along to get people involved, to get social media involved by having these somewhat quote unquote incidents that seem like a shoot be a work? Uh. Do you think it, Do you think they're that intelligent to say? hey, you know, we're going to put all this dirt on this wrestler because he's not showing up and we're going to bring him back as a surprise just to troll everybody.
2: Hey, they need
0: to.
1: I have to say, it would, it would make sense.
0: Because that's how they did it back in old school day. Because you remember when... Um, perfect example, in ECW, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy Dreamer, uh, Kane, Sandman, and I. And Sandman was blind, right? Mm-hmm. And, yes... But here's the thing, he played it up. Yeah. He never showed up. Yeah. People would go to his home that knew him and his wife would answer the door. Yeah. And he came back, peeled the blindfold off and just beat the crap out of Tommy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just because uh, social media ruins everything, I think WWE is trolling social media now getting the upper hand.
1: It would, make, it would totally Which make sense. Which is much
0: needed from a wrestling company. Yes. Yeah, because you got to go ahead with the times, you got to change with the times, and you got to be one step ahead of the people who are trying to break your product.
1: Yeah. I mean, that would make complete and utter sense, because if it turns out that they are trolling us, I mean, let's put it like this. We have been trolling them now for how long?
2: Mm-hmm. See, I don't mind getting trolled, because uh-huh. they're going about the right way when they're trolling us.
1: That's true. But I'm just saying, it's like we have been dragging WWE through the mud now for how long? Years. A good three to four years, mm-hmm.
0: right?
1: It's we have dragged them through the mud. We have we've physically screamed to the heavens. Who booked this nonsense? For a lot for a while now. So go figure it finally they're like, look, apparently these wrestling nerds are onto us. Why don't we just...
0: Give them something to... Why don't a... we give
1: them a taste of their own medicine? Why don't
0: we give them something to
1: talk? Yeah. yeah. So it's like... It, now, the, uh, now WWE has the element of surprise back on their side now. But, which it is refreshing. Can,
0: but it can also be a disaster. And the reason why I say that is look at the ticket sales. That's true. Look at the attendants. They're all worried about what's going on internally instead of the external product.
1: Right. And and I understand, you know, to work on a house you have to, you first have to start with the foundation, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um but i think we've said it before, when three when three couch bookers can call your in almost your entire pay per view. Yeah. You've lost the element of surprise. Exactly. I mean, one or two moments of us not seeing, like for example, we didn't see Louie Harper coming at all. You did, but we did not. Big for those who can't see because this is an audio podcast. Big man just raised his hand, like a child in the front row. Pick me. So, but a lot of us did not see it coming. So. As far as that goes, yeah, they're yeah they're attempting to use the element of surprise again, but how long is it going to take before we figure out that formula, too?
2: True, right. <laughs> well, but then again, though, this is also Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman is not your average bear. That's true. Paul Heyman has a lot of tricks with his sleeve. So I have a feeling this definitely has Paul Heyman written on it. Paul and the co-conspirators.
1: Yeah.
2: Bischoff, Bischoff, especially Bischoff. I
0: mean, we all know Bischoff yeah, loves. He has his eyes on the dirt, dirt sheets. Yep, he's been having his eyes on the dirt sheets for a very long time.
1: There, there is a TED Talk featuring Eric Bischoff where he says modern day, modern day news is taking its cues from pro, from pro wrestling.
0: Yeah, and he's
1: hundred and ten percent right. It, it's kind of scary when you look at the parallels. You know, once you see it, you can't unsee it, you know? Exactly. It's like breaking down the Da Vinci Code. Can't unsee it!
0: Yep. I was about to say, you just broke a wall that you can't even fix. Nope. So, with that being said, guys, uh, now it's time for our Doc of the Week! Woo! Doc! of the week now ladies and gentlemen our doc of the week is my name is Paul Heyman
1: and where can one find this doc?
0: oh uh, you can find it on Amazon You, I think you can find it on the network still I've watched it on the network so that's how I know but um yeah I think those two are like the main ones where you can find it mm-hmm. let's see if I can uh, cause it's a pretty good documentary it shows Paul Heyman um As a photographer, just like going up the ranks as a broadcast, as a reporter, to eventually a manager in WCW. Mm -hmm. To getting a chance in a little promotion called Eastern Championship Wrestling Mm -hmm. with Todd Gordon. yeah, And he revamped it into Extreme Championship Wrestling.
1: Which we'll probably cover in future club episodes.
0: IMDb gave it an eight point four out of ten. Ooh. Yes.
1: And they're tough nuts to crack.
0: Yes, they are. But, Track um, TV gave it an eighty-two percent. So there's, so it's a pretty, it's a pretty good one.
1: I have seen little bits and pieces of of this documentary. There's a quite a funny story involving uh, Paul Heyman learning to be a manager for Studio 54 yeah. in New York City, which basically... You mean how he
2: lied his way into it?
1: I was going to say bluff, but okay.
2: But the, the kid was underage.
1: Yep. <laughs> he he lied.
2: He used something illegal Mm-hmm. to better himself. I'm perfectly okay
1: with that. And, uh, yeah, he... He
0: lied through his teeth. I mean, he did, and he did a fantastic job of doing that. So, yes. So, that is our doc of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, find it on the network, and if you can't, go on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And just look it up on Google and find other ways to find it because there are a bunch of uh, torrent sites nowadays. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes our broadcast day, and we will catch you the next time when we do this. That will be a three-suite from us. We out.